I don't look down on you at your place of living. High Mystery. Moths outnumber butterflies by a 9 to 1 ratio. Says who? Most moths are nocturnal, but many fly during the day. Mm. Moths come in all sizes. Male moths has a remarkable sense of smell. Some moths are important pollinators. Some moths do not have mouths at all. Really? Not all moths eat, but they are often eaten. Mm. Moths use all kinds of tricks to avoid being eaten. Some moths migrate. Moth enthusiasts use a few tricks to lure moths closer. First, many moths will come to light at night. So you can start by observing the moths that visit your porch light. Mm -hmm. To see a greater diversity of moths in your area, try using a black light and, collecting, and a collecting sheet, or even a mercury vapor light. <laughs> Some moths might, come, might not come to light, but can't resist a mixture of fermenting sweets. Mm. You can mix up a special moth-attracting recipe using ripe bananas, molasses, and stale beer. Hello, I'm David Attenborough. Welcome to Moths, the podcast. <laughs> Why am I talking about moths? Well, you gotta stick around to find out on today's episode of High Mystery, the podcast! Yeah. I'm your moth expert for today, Tristan Knott. I'm Robert Friend. I'm just a moth enthusiast, Colin Turner. I genuinely had a, a fear of moths growing up. What? Oh, yeah. But through, like, exposure therapy, you've overcome it now? Uh, you had yeah. a million moths on you, and you were like, I am the moth king! I've seen the true horrors of the world, and so I've <laughs> it's kind of gotten buried. <laughs> Well, right. yeah, today you're here on High Mystery, the podcast, and we're going to get high, and then we're going to talk about some crazy things, moth. I can't wait. I'm, this is one of my favorite episodes already. Nice. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad I could just apply that. I mean, I often do look up, like, mysteries of the animal kingdom, but they're very rarely appropriate for our show. Oh, well, you're going to be sadly disappointed then. What? What do you mean? Because it's, it's not, not about, like, moths. Well, that's okay. Maybe, <laughs> it's, maybe it's more about the moth as a symbol or something. Yeah, like the Mothman prophecies, probably. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but I, I just want to say, for those that don't know, we are live streaming this on Twitch, as we do every Monday at 2.30. Yeah. We've even got some guy on here talking to us, uh, asking lots of questions. Nice. <laughs> he basically asks, who's the bass player, the guitar player, and the drummer of this band? Oh, man. Oh, so it's the three of us. Yeah. Well, I mean, lead singer, no offense. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, I guess the drummer, because I kind of hold this whole thing together. <laughs> then I guess I'm the bass player, because I'm very quiet. <laughs> and he's got talented fingers, ladies. <laughs> and I, I mean, slap. Yeah. <laughs> I would think you have the most instrumental ability, therefore you would be lead guitar. Oh, hey. Yeah, you might have to, you know... I'm the Joe Perry of this group. You might have to edge up your image a little bit, but you're going to be the one slaying all the chicks, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's well known, lead guitarists. Yeah. They slay. <laughs> they pull. Uh, so yeah, we're smoking weed, and I... It's true. Got a a joint and I, you know, 
Joints are nice, but blunts are better. So I emptied that joint and I rolled it into the blind. There you go. Good for you. Good man. Yeah. yeah. Unless it's like a fuzzy, I'm probably going to do that. Same. <laughs> there's, there's no paper that that is better than a blunt wrap, in my opinion. I agree, especially when it's a hemp blunt wrap. Oh. Uh, which I happen to have. It's uh, the California Dream flavor. Okay. Um, and the strain in it is LAPT Cherry OG. And that's L-A-P-T Cherry OG. That was a night. It rolls off the tongue kind of nice. I know Rob basically wrote a song. L-A-P-T Cherry OG. L-A-P-T Cherry OG. I mean, it's just Method Man's song from Wu-Tang Clan. M-A-T-H-O-D, man. Okay, we didn't write it. Yeah, I didn't write it. I stole it from Method Man, but, you know, steal from the best. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it's got 27.7% uh, THC and uh, CBD. They said ND. N- no no non- dice. No okay. non-detected. I don't know. <laughs> Not determinable, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got this Fatso by uh, Ames. Mm-hmm. And it is... Uh, 30.53% THC, and it is in one of these Grape Ape High Hemp Wraps for the viewers. Boom. I'm also rocking the High Hemp Wraps. Today I have the Banana Goo. Inside I've got a nice little melange of things. There's Union Electric in there, which is my old standby. But today I'm focusing on the Ames Horticulture that's inside. I've got Ames Hazelnut Clem, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got a THC percentage of 29.09%. You got to, sorry, go ahead. It just didn't mention the, the CBD, so. I was going to say, you got to put that hazelnut creme in one of those creme wraps that you have. The Dutch creme. Dutch creme, double creme. And it'll be creme on creme. You can't go wrong with double creme. You know, the creme. Always rises to the top. (laughs) Cram twice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shall we? We are going to touch our tips together before we light these blunts. We invite you to get high alongside us if you can. We understand that's not always possible. But if you can't, get high on life or something. We should do that. We should actually send out like evites for people to get high. You've been invited. Yeah, one of the guys on our uh, Twitch is uh, saying they're smoking some Pineapple Express. Nice. Hey, I love that movie. And that strain. I haven't gotten that strain too many times, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it is a sativa, so I tend to not uh, get so much of it. I love me the sativa. Listener, what is your preferred way of smoking, and are you doing that today? Yeah, comment on our things. <laughs> oh, I thought you were asking me. I was like, you know, what are you talking about? Well, no, I was like the person who yeah, was saying yeah, that. for sure. The Pineapple sure. Express. Yeah, I imagine Pineapple Express. <coughs> well, no, their preferred method, like bomb. Oh, I see what you're saying. Blind. So, all day, every day. Are we talking about Mothman prophecies? Is that what I'm to understand? Or is it... Mothra? Is it what I was talking about last week? The, um... Uh, what was it? Where, uh... Like the KG or the KB Ultra, MK Ultra. Oh, the butter. MK Ultra. I got there. The yeah, I know what you're talking about. What the was super it? spy program is yeah. MK Ultra. Yeah, 
But there's also that other name for Manchurian candidate. No, it's another <laughs> one that has to do with like moths or something like that, or butterflies, or ah. the Monarch program. Monarch program, something that's like some that. Project Monarch. Project yeah, something Monarch. like that. It definitely has Monarch in the name. <laughs> anyway, well, this is the Mothman mystery. Yeah. No relation to the Monarch, famed okay. by Venture Brothers. <laughs> the Monarch. The Monarch. Is the Mothman the cryptid? Yes. Uh, okay, got it. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. I've seen it many a times. No surprise. Yes. Uh, to people of cryptids, cryptozoologists of alike. Yes, yes. Very yes. familiar with the Mothman. He is not an obscure cryptid. However, uh, they think that there is only a singular Mothman. They don't believe him to be like a... A village of moth people. Right, yeah. He's a he's a one-off entity. He's a one-hit wonder, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> Not like Bigfoot, where we, we talk about Bigfoot clans or, you know, the frogmen of Ohio. Those are always seen in, like, three of them or something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. So there'd only be one mothman. There can only be one mothman like I that. I think if it's... another mothman rises, the old mothman dies. Yes. Uh, okay. Very Highlander. It's it's like uh, what's the guys in the the Skeksis and the it, the in Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal, yeah, where they're tied, they're linked. Yeah. One dies, the other dies, type of thing. This is the opposite. Where you talk about Harry Potter? Dies. Yeah, it's it's more like Harry Potter, where oh, so Voldemort and Harry. Die. Oh, they, in I order see. for one to die, they both must die, or whatever. Something like that. <laughs> It's not like any of those things. <laughs> it's, it's its, its own, own thing. And that's, thing. Yes. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> be your own thing. You don't have to be what Hollywood says. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Write your own narrative. Yes. Uh, so the first recorded Mothman sighting took place on November 12, 1966, near Clendenin. West Virginia. Oh, 1966, good year. Um, yeah. We've got Beatles Revolver. Okay. Uh, pet Sounds. <laughs> Beach Boys Pet Sounds. Uh, other albums, go on. <laughs> so during this time, when that was happening, that Rob was talking about, five men were in a cemetery preparing a grave for burial when they saw something they couldn't explain. It was a Mothman. You would be correct, because lifting off from the nearby trees was a brown-winged creature. That? The men held to the fact that what lifted off beyond the trees was no bird, but was a humanoid. Oh. So it was big. Yeah, clearly. A big-winged thing, like a gargoyle. Could have been, yeah. I mean, if it was flying, then it was as big as they say. It had to have pretty big wings. All right, we'll get into a, fizzle descri- a physical description Sure. shortly. I think I could already give you that red dab right now. You do have a very incredible imagination, a very accurate incredible... Oh, I know the Mothman. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're very familiar with the Mothman. Yeah, indeed. Intimately. Uh... So the creature was sighted in many places across West Virginia and the surrounding states, but the largest number of sightings happened near the Old West Virginia Ordnance Works. It's an area known by locals as the TNT area. The state of West Virginia has had its fair share of strange and often inexplicable events, such as the visitation of the Fleetwoods monster and Indrid Cold. 
The Fleetwoods monster? Flatwoods. Oh, Flatwoods. Because the Fleetwood monster shows up and sings a lot of Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> like, terrible. Just destroys it. Which, Mick Fleetwood was the drummer of that band. So, <laughs> that would be the Tristan of the Not band. Exactly, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, Ringo, he was an all right guy. <laughs> I love Ringo. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people, you know, oh, In poor the Ringo, town but. Where I was born. Octopus's Garden, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was Yellow Submarine. Uh, I know. I'm just saying. That was Octopus's <laughs> I Garden. I mean, but was, little yeah. help from my friend's best of his songs. Is there another one? Or is the, are those the three? No, he did another one. Uh, uh, Act Naturally. Was that with the Beatles? Uh, yeah, that's with the Beatles. I, I mean, he also made a bunch one. of movies, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Good old Ringo. <laughs> West Virginia Ordnance Works is an abandoned munitions to the north of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that dates back to World War II. The facility during its operation manufactured ammunition and dynamite. The surrounding area is mostly forest dotted with numerous grassy clearings and thick concrete domes called igloos. Mm. Uh, The igloos were used to store barrels of gunpowder. The area is also riddled with abandoned tunnels, most of which have collapsed, uh, slash been sealed off, or become flooded with water. Okay, so man falls into a cave, uh, breeds with the bat, as you do. (laughs) (laughs) Or he befriends the moths, and they show him the way to the light, and eventually leading him out of the tunnel, but it takes so long that he... Becomes the becomes moth one of them. Oh. Starts eating the moths, and their DNA fuses. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like Pigeon Man from Hey Arnold, yes. but with moths. Oh my God, I it's do a lot not like know Pigeon, Pigeon Man. Man. Well, well, it could be like Batman if you need a one that's a little Man closer. Bat? You know, falls down in the well. Lots of bats are around. Imprints on him psychologically that now he's a bat kind of thing. Oh, okay. You know, if you're believing the old Tim Burton mythos or. Radioactive moth inside this tunnel. Bites yeah. him on the Bites D. Him. Yeah. Bites him on the D. <laughs> <laughs> we forgot to mention when he fell in the shaft, his clothes were ripped clean yeah. off. Yeah. But just the clothes around his D. <laughs> <laughs> just got one patch missing. Everything else is perfectly intact. He's just... <laughs> I mean, that's exactly how I envisioned it happening. Yeah, that's why I'm scared of moths. They go straight for the D. <laughs> So now there's like a wildlife sanctuary that uh, encompasses the area as well. In 1979, fishermen in the TNT area reported that chemicals had been left to seep into the ponds, causing it to be labeled an environmental disaster. Like runoff from like TNT, like fucking nitroglycerin. All the different explosives that they had there because they had all these igloos. It sounds like the whole place was rigged to like explode. Um, yeah, very, uh, very Pompeian. Very doomsday prepperian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, if the doomsday prepper forgot water and food and just focused solely on dynamite, it ever gets run over, you know, by Mothman, he's can blow it up at a moment's notice. I'm just picturing that show where they like rated people's survival preppedness and like. Like, oh, yeah. They see this dude that's like, we gave you two out of ten because all you have are explosives. <laughs> I got ten semi-automatics. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, 
So <laughs> by the year 1983, the TNT area was among the country's most polluted sites. Oh. Um, so, you know, it could have definitely been, like you were saying, a radioactive moth or, you know, a chemical-induced moth. Sure. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, it could be like toxic Avenger. Yeah. Somebody falls in the soup of this like nastiness and mm -hmm. just climbs out. They fly out actually, really dramatic that way. Or it's the Ninja Turtle goo. Yeah, the ooze. Yeah. All, all <laughs> these things happen on the East Coast, so you know. What's wrong with the East Coast just with <laughs> nuclear run? They've just been there longer, bro. <laughs> it's true, they got more, more stuff to explode. Uh, so it was here in the TNT area on the cold night of November 15th, 1966. Oh, wow. Almost 1967. Almost. So close. Three days after the first sighting took place, uh, two young couples would encounter this bizarre creature. Oh, it was getting around. Okay, so they were on makeout point? Yeah, but it was like a foursome, you know? Oh, uh, shit. Two couples. <laughs> Front seat, back seat, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Double date, and they were all on board. <laughs> wow, look at those two really going at it up there, Lisa. I don't want to get left behind, Frank. <laughs> That's right, you don't. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, baby. <laughs> so we got Roger and Linda Scarberry. They were driving in Roger's Black 57 Chevy Bel Air with Steve and Mary Maletti. Okay. Uh, the area around midnight when Linda noticed unbelievably two large glowing red eyes in the darkness beside the Old North power plant. And she screamed. Oh, blood-curdling scream? <sighs> you know it. <laughs> Not eek a mouse. No, no <laughs> definitely like a little bit of pee came out. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Strong diaphragm. You know, <laughs> I've never screamed so much. B came out. Ugh. I think women have more issues of that. Oh, do they? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. About I just that. Tristan I, has seen T a lot of women scream. TV has told me that that's a running joke. That sometimes women girls do things and pee comes out. Yeah, you know, whether knows? they're like exercising or just jumping. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that. That's TV has taught me this. I don't have. I think maybe lady parts, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll not get it. Women, comment on our YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Do you pee a little bit sometimes when you scream? <laughs> if it was a blood curdling scream. Yeah. Right? I mean, maybe I, I my bladder would also. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, they soon learned that these eyes belonged to something that looked frankly human, about seven feet tall with wings folded against its back. Roger stalled in the road for a minute, inspecting the strange creature. The four realized immediately that their spectacle was no ordinary bird. The true horror began, however, when the creature spread its wings and pursued them down Highway 66 to the Point Pleasant city limits at speeds exceeding 100 miles an hour. Whoa. Whoa. First off. It's easy to fly fast. Like, could cars in the 60s even go 100 miles an hour? And beyond. Yeah. <laughs> beyond 100 and miles? Beyond. Absolutely. Okay. I think 120. They could have hit 120. They could hit 120 in 1960s. Honestly, maybe they went faster because I know nowadays people put chips on cars to regulate, like, how fast they can go. 
And so... Okay. I mean, that, that was just the only gripe that I had. They didn't hit this guy, right? They just saw it in the street. And then peeled out and they chased him. Okay. Wow. And then they were like speeding down. Uh, so the four arrived in town startled and confused and with no sign of the mysterious bird that had chased them. Roger parked his car at the edge of town and they discussed their encounter, eventually deciding what they saw was nothing more than an apparent bird. And in an attempt to face their fears, they again drove towards the TNT area. Why are they going to the TNT area? That's what I want to know. Well, now they're going back to like, be like, we were, we were just there. being silly. We Let's go back out and oh, prove man. that it was just this a bird. We're being silly. <laughs> Mary, you were being real silly there. I only drove away because you screamed. Yeah, right? yeah. blood-curdling scream in my ear. You tell me you peed your pants. We have to get out of there. <laughs> Getting scared at every bird we see in the street. Uh, it wasn't long before they saw the creature again, apparently waiting on them beside Route 62. The couples now realized that their stalker was no bird, but in the instant that the car's headlights landed on the creature, it lifted vertically into the air with tremendous speed and disappeared above the tree line. Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm still not seeing where they're getting moth from. Well, you know, yeah, there's more to the Right story. now, it still sounds like a Batman. Okay, well, I think yeah. it's partly the big red eyes. That yeah, I think humanoid? bats don't have... Well, it, it looks humanoid, and it has the red eyes, and it's giant. Like, I'm sure they're like, there's no bat this size with red eyes that looks humanoid. It's also nocturnal, so it's happening at night. Um, I'm thinking gargoyle. I mean, yeah, but it's not stone. It's living. Well, yeah, but it's gargoyles at night. At night. Yeah. yeah, they become you living. Know that. It's I mean, stone. only according to the, <laughs> only according to the '90s kids cartoon. Uh, that's the, my I mean, only that's basis the only of fact. knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's where I got my cryptozoology degree. Yeah. Is from three seasons of gargoyles. That's how I also know land sharks. Some of them like to escape. <laughs> Teenage mutant ninja turtles. Mm. <laughs> This time, when they arrived into town, they went to Mason County Courthouse and told their story to Sheriff George Johnson and Deputy Miller Halstead. Oh, boy. It's good to have names. It's, it substantiates yeah. the claims. Yeah, like, it I guess if you want to look, to look, I didn't look into it, but if you wanted to, you could see if that. I would, if they have names, one would be able to assume that they're in printed form on, yeah. like, a newspaper or some sort. I did see a newspaper clipping. So. Okay. okay, yeah. <clears throat> uh, two hours later, city police began investigating the area, only to return empty-handed. The next day, a press conference was held, and the local press began printing on the story, causing others to come forward with previous and future sightings. This was the major event that started it all in the November 16th issue of Point Pleasant Register. The strange encounter would be brought to the public eye with the headline, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. <laughs> really uh, just away with words back then. So elegant. Man-sized so. bird creature something. <laughs> uh, the strange encounter in the TNT area was a harrowing experience for everyone involved. And on the morning of 16, 1966, Linda Scareberry was rushed to the hospital by her father after experiencing a nervous breakdown. This is the same woman who, like, Spotted it earlier. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, on the phenomenon, Roger Scareberry stated, I'm a hard guy to scare, but last night I was forgetting out of there. Wait, okay, hold on. What was his name? Roger Scareberry? <laughs> Scarberry. Scarberry. Okay. I was just, it was hard to distinguish that a man named Scareberry was right. so scared. <laughs> yeah. I was like, for sure, this is a 13-year-old story. <laughs> Roger Scareberry was so scared. <laughs> oh, I was a scared guy. I was a quaking in my boots. <laughs> so later that night, another famous sighting occurred when Marcella Bennett drove to a friend's house, which happened to be located inside the TNT area. Same night? You said later Later that, that night, night. Really? Yeah. yeah. Jesus, so this guy's same. getting round. Yeah. Yeah, Mothman was angry that night. Yeah. <laughs> Military's coming. I know, we've got helicopters. Shit, they're talking about Mothman. <laughs> When she got out of the car with her baby, she was startled as a large creature started to come out of the shadows near her car. It wanted that baby. It's yeah. all primo baby. Mothman love babies. I mean, <laughs> the most tender of meats. Her fright caused her to drop her young child. This sounds like an excuse Ouch. for child abuse, person. Oh, no. I didn't drop my baby on per. It was the Mothman. <laughs> Uh, though she quickly recovered from her shock, she picked up oh. the baby, ran inside, and quickly locked the doors. Mothman climbed onto the porch and peered through the windows at the family, oh. but disappeared before the police arrived. Well, naturally, he wasn't going to like hang out there all day or anything. Oh, yeah, that's true. He's got stuff to do. Mm -hmm. He had to get the dry cleaners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my day wasn't so filled with errands. <laughs> I'd eat that baby, tell you what. Over the next few months, Mothman terrorized the town. Nearly 100 people came forward with eyewitness reports between November 1966 and December 1967. <gasps> During this time, the town of Point Pleasant also experienced paranormal and possibly extraterrestrial activity oh, that was thought to be somehow linked to the Mothman. Oh, wow. Maybe the Mothman was an alien and not an entity. That is one of the theories that I will get into. Sure. So this, you said a month or a year, because November 1966 to December 1967... That's like a year and a month. That's a year, but if it's just 1966 to 1966, then it makes me think that... It's, it's 66 to 67. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Then so a year of Mothman doing his thing. Yeah. Well, almost 100 people reported him. During yeah. December, they were just like, he was just chilling in the bar, like, eh, it's the Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> He's been here for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's surprising that there's so many, like, cause if you got a whole year, why isn't anybody like, you know, really investigating? Why aren't like fucking National Guard in on this if you got a hundred people? Because it's a Mothman that they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, then the National Guard! Yeah, I know. <laughs> Terrorizing the town for a year? Jesus. I mean, this, if, Don't go outside at night, I guess. If 100 people died, maybe, you know, but 100 people spotted him. Yeah, there's a Mothman out there. There's got to be. And it didn't hurt anybody, so why call in the National Guard? Is, 
Calm, calm, calm down. Is that why it's called the Mothman? <laughs> because he didn't hurt anybody? Uh, I don't know. Let's get into his physical description. <laughs> okay, this uh, is yeah. this will be the Mothman. I appearance. think. I mean, I think he's called the Mothman because of the way his wings fold against his body, and because of the big red eyes, which are both characteristic of a moth. You know, a butterfly's wings close like this, but a moth's wings fold back and wrap around itself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's oh, really? the deal with the Mothman as well. I didn't know that. Those yeah, you know. freshen yourself up on some moth anatomy, I know, bro. Right? When moths fly, <laughs> their wings are out like this, and then they fold back along their body. Oh, oh, I see what you mean. And butterflies, they close up like yeah, like, yeah. Like oh, yeah, I, exactly. I, I thought you meant when they were flapping, the moths would like overlap. No, no, no. I was like, oh, are they just flapping backwards or something? That's so crazy. <laughs> Whereas butterflies, they flap down. They no, go all it's mainly, about, it's mainly about the folding wings. Like I same, see what you're same as like Angel from X Men. His wings like fold down onto his back. Sure, a fly. Uh, sure. Any like dragonfly or anything like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Don't dragonflies' wings just stay like straight out pretty much the whole time? I'm not real sure. They're pretty. Because I've I've taken pictures of them just sitting there, and their wings are usually like. Out. I think they're pretty like comp- complex. Like I think they can make their wings go in like a full three sixty degree rotation. I just mean as far stuff. as when they rest, they don't like put them back against their body. That's a good question. Well, I'm it, not totally sure. Is there a dragonfly man? Because we could create a cryptid right here. We could create a cryptid right here. With our new app, Create a Cryptid. (laughs) Brought to you by High Mystery. (laughs) Those who saw Mothman claim that he was a large, gray, humanoid-type creature with massive wings. He is thought to stand between 5 and 7 feet tall with a 10-foot wingspan. Moth's man head is described as being oddly shaped and sitting close to the creature's body. Some people even describe him as being headless with only two eyes protruding above his torso. Additionally, his bright red glowing eyes are said to be extremely large. Mothman is also capable of incredible flying capabilities. Ooh. The couple who saw him the night of November 15, 1966, outside the TNT area, said he was able to keep up with their car at the 100 miles, remember we're talking, 100 miles mm-hmm. an hour, mm-hmm. without flapping his wings. Wow, so that's just at a glide. Yeah. And, also, and maybe but fart propellant. <laughs> He's the I don't know the anatomy. You know? He's also able to take flight from ground, which for something as big as he is, that's extremely impressive. Typically, like, the bigger the bird, like an albatross or something like that, they either need a perch to launch from or they need a literal runway, like an airplane, so that they have time to, like, get their wings out and catch it. So that's pretty crazy strength to think you can just jump off the ground and start flying when you're, Mm -hmm. like, 100 pounds or something. I mean, this very much sounds like the Rocketeer. Sounds and kind of even... But you didn't have wings. Yeah, but with wings is all I'm saying. (laughs) Rocketeer with wings. He's got the jetpack. He can take off from ground. He's got the helmet and everything on that kind of looks moth-like. You know, so if he had, like, just a wingspan, the first iteration of Rocketman or the Rocketman 2.0, if you will, (laughs) then that would be, like, a super advanced alien or a super advanced human. Just the Falcon. We go with that reference because yeah, he actually Marvel. has the wingspan. Sure. sure. Yeah, and red 
goggles. Red goggles. Yeah, dude. The Falcon is so, Mothman. I figured it out. Solved. But I mean, like, there's nothing saying that it can't be uh, just an advanced tech. Definitely. Yeah, an advanced Definitely. tech from either human or alien. Maybe the alien was like, let me jump from the mothership down to this planet, check it out. And sure. these people be crazy driving 100 miles an hour. And it would definitely have to be, like you say, some kind of alien technology. Because they don't describe any sound. They don't describe any exhaust. Yeah. You know, or any propellant mm -hmm. that they visibly saw or anything like that. But if there's some kind of, like, alien magnetic repulsor technology, you know, throw a couple words together, make up science. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> If they had something like that, then maybe. <laughs> sure. Uh, he's also capable of weaving quickly in between dense forest areas and rising straight up into the sky like a helicopter. Oh. These flight patterns are beyond our current capabilities with solo flight devices like jetpacks, causing many people to disregard the possibility of a prank. Time mm, travel. Or... It's true, yeah. Yeah, it could be. I mean, especially when I they see, like... They just like current technology. So. Sure. When I see, like, hoverboard technology and stuff like that nowadays, where people are, like, sitting on speeders that fly. Mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy. It is. I mean, the thing is, if, if it can be invented, then it could have been invented at any point in our history of human evolution or whatever. Um, what? Like, I'm saying... All time is now. No, no, like, I mean, there's nothing like Iron Man, fucking Tony Stark in the cave. He was able to build the Iron Man suit, you know, with, like, nuts and bolts and rocks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> be because, you know, it could be in, it could be built. So he built it no matter where he was. He was able to build it because it could be, is all I'm saying. Sure. So if this technology could uh, be built, it could have been built in 1800. Like Back to the Future 3. Sure. <laughs> when they built a time machine in the Someone Wild tapped West. into the, I mean, yeah, Da Vinci was writing up all kinds of blueprints and plans for right? futuristic Maybe one devices. Maybe stumbled on something that, like, was just the right elements. And they yeah. built themselves a fucking rocket power. In the late thing. 60s, the Falcon was born. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Though many people are divided on the nature of Mothman, it has been noted that the creature has never harmed a human being during its encounters. That, yeah, that was the one thing I was like, you have to figure they take it a little more seriously if people are getting hurt. Right, this guy is just checking stuff out. Yeah. Or girl, I don't know how they identified its gender. So. That's true. Uh, this has caused many believers to think that the Mothman, or woman, we don't know, means no harm, but instead tries to warn people of impending danger with its presence. Oh, so it's really a guardian, potentially. It's like a silver surfer? Yeah, kind of. Like, hey, look out, Galactus is on the way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Galactus is coming! <laughs> bing, bing, bing. Galactus is coming! <laughs> so we'll talk about other things that, like, prove that theory, but one thing was, like, there was a bridge collapse... Uh, and there were some eyewitnesses who claimed to see the Mothman on the bridge, like, right before it fell. Um, mm. Others make arguments for the creature's evil nature and cite the disappearance of Newell Partridge's dog and the ancient legend of Chief Cornstalk as evidence. It is their belief that the Mothman is a creature of danger and chaos who seeks to put humans in dangerous situations. 
Hmm. I mean, it sounds to me like it could also be the guy fucking things up. Like the Mothman was on the bridge, he leaves, the bridge collapses. What did the fuck did Mothman do to that bridge? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be that it just is, you know, and we humans are just the ones describing very human things to it, mm-hmm. like good and evil. True. You know, if, he just I, happened to be on the thing and then it fell like the day later or whatever. Right. Like a tiger that eats a man, is that evil? Uh, I don't personally think it is. I think it's just what it's bred to do. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it's a, you know, nature has dictated it does. Like it's an it's an angel. It's an angel from heaven. <laughs> uh, but like like it's it's an angel trying to like, you know, tell people like like it managed to escape from heaven. Managed to escape, escape from heaven. Let's put it, let's turn it on. I'm trying head. to say that heaven is trying to uh, yeah. Oh, you got the gate. Keep, that's all I'm saying. They got a gate. They got <laughs> a it's wall. not supposed to keep things in. <laughs> the gate doesn't keep them in, right? I mean, keeps uh, the. Could, could I escape? Could I be let out of heaven? Do oh, I get all First of all, that's true. Say, walls don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you got wings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know what my other point was. <laughs> there were so many questions posed. Well, I'm just here. saying it's it's possible that it could have been an angel. And well, like that would make sense that they're coming down. They've got wings. They're coming down and telling people of shit that's about to happen. Much like that Gabriel told Mary. See, I was thinking as opposed to an angel coming down because... Why would they? It's sick up there. You know, Jesus is constantly popping bottles, potentially. <laughs> you know, Muhammad maybe is up there, like, you know, spraying champagne on everybody. Uh, Could be forward. Buddha is serving, like, some um, spam masubi. You know, I don't know. He got into heaven and he has to serve people spam masubi. <laughs> he's, he's doing it because it makes them happy. To okay, serve people. I see. Because it's see. like, you know, it's like I cook and make people dinner. It makes me smile to I see, see people yeah. enjoy food. It's like that. Not I'd be that. over it by night, too. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't be your section of whatever the heaven potential is up there. But I don't see an angel coming down from heaven. I'm thinking a demon. Oh Jesus! Is, is sick of like torturing people in hell and is trying. Right? To be How a many good guy. pineapples can you shove up someone's ass? Yeah, exactly. It's old. Yeah. <laughs> Hitler duty was exhausting. And right, he started to like it. Yeah, it now, takes all the fun out of it. Now he wants to, you know, do enough good deeds to earn his way into heaven. So he's. Turning people away from yeah. the bad stuff. He's a renaissance demon. Exactly. This summer on ABC. <laughs> a renaissance <laughs> demon. <laughs> so proximity to the Mothman causes confusion, extreme fear, and psychological distress that can last months and lead to death or insanity. Hell, how many people became insane in this town? I don't know. Uh, like <laughs> one person who claimed to have seen the Mothman goes insane. There might be a correlation between right. It seems like seeing the Mothman is on your way to the asylum, <laughs> <laughs> or just trying to like prove to people that you saw this. Sure. And no one believing you, driving you crazy. That is absolutely valid. Sure. I can imagine it would be really distressing and frustrating. Sure. Everyone just says thinks you're a bullshitter, yeah. like an intention whore or whatever. And yeah. You're just like, Especially, I mean, think of it. People who had four people together all saw it together and still mm-hmm. all four of them are dismissed as crazy and stuff like that. I don't know. Maybe they're like, what were you four doing up there? Don't 
you worry about what us four were doing up there. The Mothman. <laughs> Sorry, there are literally shrooms falling out of your mouth. <laughs> That's irrelevant. I was foraging. <laughs> Most people know about the Mothman because of the Mothman prophecies mentioned earlier by Rob. Uh, you said it in passing. I, I did. I've, I know that it is a film that I have not seen. And a book written by journalist and author John Keel. And then, yes, the movie by had Richard Gere in it. Oh, Richard Gere. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't read the book. I just knew of it just because people talked about it where I was from growing up. Well, in the movie, apparently people connected to the Mothman had, like, psychic abilities and oh. like knew that the bridge was going to collapse before it collapsed and like mm. you know uh, thought that they got like the psychic warnings from mothman mothman he's just sending out the right vibes helping people out <laughs> he's just a, a civil engineer he's like this thing is unstable you need to warn people <laughs> <laughs> but no one listens to me what can i do to get their attention he just goes to another building this building is way too close to the street line. <laughs> no one will listen. So I must become something greater than myself. He goes yep. to a costume shop. He's finding like two car reverse lights that he's using for his eyes. <laughs> I can just see it now. This is just this is just a new vigilante. <laughs> it's a sweet superhero, honestly. He just goes to your house and he's like, your pipes are rusted. <laughs> wow, that was really informative. I'm glad we can do the work now and save ourselves a lot of money later. Well, I'm off. Why was he dressed as a moth, honey? I have no idea, babe. I'm really glad about what he said, though. I mean, he is kind of a hero in that way. It's he just how he identifies. Us. Just let it be. He <laughs> saved us thousands of dollars in home repair costs. <laughs> Our hero. <laughs> I will defeat you, renter's insurance. <laughs> Many... Okay, so now origin theories. Okay. You've thrown a couple out there. Angel. Sure, I have a phone Damon. After we get through the first few. All right. <laughs> so the first one is alien creature. Alien creature. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Just beamed down from the uh, mothership. Got himself a jetpack. It makes me wonder with stuff like that, though, because, like, and maybe it is being super intelligent and the fact that it's never been, like, caught on camera or, like, caught. But it always makes me feel like something that got left behind or, like, a pet that got off the ship, you know what I mean? As opposed to the sentient aliens that we think of, like, abducting and, like, carrying out operations on Earth. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because it's like here doesn't have a ship, or maybe we are seeing the ship. We've for been all ingrained we with the ET phenomena. What the, of thinking that it's the, left behind, it's stranded here, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's my thought. Is that like why? Why is it flying around, hanging out here? Maybe it's just checking shit out. Yeah, it could, it could seem like a. Uh, it doesn't even have to be necessarily um, like a living creature, so much as it could be like. Uh, robot slash human drone thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like where they're just sending this thing down and uh, it's flying around taking pictures, warning people of shit. And like that could be their, their hovering drone guy. Mm. Well, the connection to the aliens is that people 
claimed to have witnessed UFO sightings and paranormal experiences during Mothman's time in Point Pleasant, leading many to believe that Mothman could be an extraterrestrial creature himself. Uh, 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 the arrival of the mysterious Indrid Cold, also known as the Grinning Man, seems to give uh, the story foundation. So that's maybe something to look in for another day. Huh. Uh, November 2nd, 1966, 10 days before the first Mothman sighting, Woodrow Derenberger... Derenberger... <laughs> was Skurberry. <laughs> Skurberry and Durenberger. <laughs> he was driving home in Mineral Wells, West Virginia, when he was cut off by what he thought was a car. Uh, the vehicle forced him to slow down and then pull over on the side of the road. When he got closer, he realized that the contraption was not a car, but a strange craft that resembled a kerosene lamp chimney. Hmm. A figure then exited the craft and walked to his car. The figure looked very human in appearance and was wearing a coat that was metallic blue color. He spoke to Woodrow and told him that he meant him no harm. As strangely, the man did not move his lips and his mouth remained fixed in its smile, which later led people to call him the... Okay, I'm doing it right now. The Grinning Man. <laughs> uh, um, like I said... Robot, robot face, you know, it's just, it, it, it looks a little like it could be a creature, but it's really mostly just robot. Yeah. Yeah. Late 60s, people are still crazy about, like, the space adventure and sci-fi adventures and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Apparently, others who saw the Mothman were questioned by strange men in black. Oh. They were asked if they had witnessed the Mothman, and if so, what they had specifically seen. Many people reported that they talked in strange, almost robotic tones that made them nervous. Oh, wow. Right up your alley there, Rob. Yeah, I'm just, uh, you know, it seems like I've, I've pretty much figured this one out. Well, we got other, <laughs> other speculations, like it could be a mutilated monster. A mutilated monster that, you know, it doesn't... Uh open its mouth or anything and has 100 mile per hour jetpack. Well, they think that the TNT area was, con uh, well, they know that it was constructed during the World War II and it's situ situated near the, uh, I feel like I, just, I said this already, hold on. I mean, maybe he was swimming in that river where all the toxic waste is. Yeah. With a jetpack on, fused to his body. He had to make shift some wings in order to make it actually. And he became the human <laughs> jetpack. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the theory that like the the chemicals, DNA fusion things uh, happen. Yeah, no, no, Creature no, was no. born. They hulked him. They, yeah. Uh, well, I fell into a pit of lava. Then I fell into a pit of acid. Jesus. Then I fell into a pit of nuclear waste. And guess what happened? I'm a rocket man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fell into a pit I'm of a rocket rockets. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so another theory is that it's a vengeful curse. Oh, okay. Uh... So, that somebody placed on the area or something? Yeah, Chief Cornstalk and several of his tribesmen. Uh, Chief of the Kituguá, which is translated to Cornstalk, wanted peace with the American colonists, but we know about those 
colonists. Yep. We know them so well. They're good at raping, killing. And Parcheesi. <laughs> <laughs> They've already played Parcheesi. Yeah, they're <laughs> done with Parcheesi. There's no reason it's third on the list. <laughs> uh, so basically, like, you know, after all that went down, he, like, put a curse on them. Mm. Like, his last words as he, liked dying on the ground. I mean, that's pretty fair, honestly, because if that was his result of his curse... All he really did was scare some people and, like, psychologically torment some people. And mm-hmm. that's nothing compared to what happened to his people, potentially. Yeah. Yes. Apparently, strange events occurred in history, like Lightning Bolt that twice destroyed a monument erected in honor of the colonists who fought in that battle. Really? And Mothman appeared in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Many people were convinced that he was yet another punishment set upon the land from the enraged spirit. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Um, So apparently there's been other sightings besides that main one in TNT. We got the collapse of Tiante Dam. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where's that? Collapse of Tiante Dam. Yeah. <laughs> 40 years before he appeared in Point Pleasant. Oh, it goes back to the 20s? 26. Wow. Southeastern China, the locals described this creature as a man dragon that could frequently be seen hovering over the dam. In 1926, the dam collapsed, releasing nearly 40 billion gallons of water into the surrounding farms in the valley. And there was, you know, many deaths. Okay, so now I'm seeing why this Mothman prophecies is a thing, because he's like... Where he is, building his feet tumbling. Shit shit happens when he's around. Yeah. We got... uh, I was was just wondering when the last, like... It seems weird that he would just notify this town of, like, a fucking bridge or something like that. Well, now we got China, and we got uh, the Silver Bridge, which is... uh, it collapsed during rush hour traffic and hours before the collapse. During the event, witnesses claim to have seen the Mothman atop the bridge. Wow. It's only for bridges breaking? Uh, this one, we and got another dam. one in a, a, a mine, Freeburg Mine. There was a collapse in Germany. They were confronted by a strange man in a trench coat. When they got closer, they realized it wasn't a man, but a strange c- creature with huge wings. It appeared to have no head, but had large glowing red eyes on what seemed to be a chest. They stood in the entrance of the mine, staring at the creature until it let out a terrifying scream that made them turn and run away from the mine. An hour later, mine collapsed. Well, that that was a good one, at least. Yeah, I I mean... The thing is, it's not inherently evil. Yeah. No, it's it's just just, It's warning people of, of these... Uh, transit ways collapsing. Well, I mean, we don't know that it's warning. It could be coming and destroying these bridges and destroying these. Right. Like, get out of here. I'm destroying stuff. Yeah. It might just be that it's like, takes it a couple hours to take down a bridge or whatever, you know? Who's I mean, to say? But. Yeah. Maybe it's just the, he knows the future 
And maybe he's just stopping the next Hitler from getting to work on time. Yeah, that's just the, <laughs> By that's just the future suit. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> just, just destroying some fucking bridge. So <laughs> Hitler misses his day of work. <laughs> doesn't get that promotion. Doesn't rule the world. So <laughs> we got some more interesting ones. Chernobyl. Oh, really? Many scientists, workers, and citizens who lived near the power plant in Chernobyl, Ukraine, saw a large bird-like creature with the body of a man flying around the nuclear plant. They claimed this terrifying creature had glowing red eyes. (laughs) You know, I read Midnight in Chernobyl. Not one mention of the Mothman. (laughs) Well, I don't think they were calling it the Mothman. It was just the winged... Flying man, red eye guy. <laughs> Maybe that's his origin. The creature Maybe. was spotted before he, before a huge explosion that became one of the most famous nuclear accidents in history. Witnesses also saw the creature flying through the smoke and wreckage after the horrifying event. 9-11 in the Twin Towers. I was going to ask. Several days before the terrible attack, several people saw a strange flying creature near the, the Twin Towers. Those who saw the attack report that the same creature was flying parallel to the second plane as it hit the tower. Well, I mean, there's got to be a lot of footage of the second plane. Well, we'll have to look at it. <laughs> there is a lot of footage of the second plane. Um, I remember... Seeing it on the news literally every night, yeah. 30 or 40 times a night for like But four is it months. the real footage or is it doctored footage? Oh, who's to say? The collapse of the I 35 bridge, June 2007. Reports of Mothman began surfacing in Minnesota. The reports were concentrated in Minneapolis and uh, the I 35 bridge itself. After a month of sightings, the bridge collapsed on August 1st. 2007. The collapse was devastating, killing peoples and injuring peoples. I got the number, but it's sad. Uh, the the swine flu outbreak. Residents in La, La Junta, La Junta, La Junta, Mexico, began seeing a large black red-eyed creature in 2009. The creature reportedly stalked the town just before the swine flu outbreak that devastated the area. Several eyewitnesses report being terrified by its screaming, and one of one was even chased by the creature. And local authorities searched for evidence of the creature, but like uh, TNT, nothing was found. What if these cryptids are connected, and it's more like Pokemon where they evolve, and so we have Chupacabra, and they become Mothman? Okay. Oh, the second evolution. If you suck enough yeah. goats, you will become the Mothman. Exactly. If it feeds enough, then it can be, become the next phase, the Mothman phase. You will warn humans of impending bridge collapse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last one I'll say here is Fukushima. Um, yeah, that's a big one. Two witnesses were near Japan's Fukushima power plant on March 2011 when they heard a loud screech. They turned back to see a creature sitting on top of the Fukushima plant. It suddenly unfurled its wings and began to fly towards them. They were horrified by a pair of glowing red eyes that were looking right at them, but the creature disappeared soon after. Well, uh, I mean, that is surprising. And then Fukushima was devastated by an earthquake and the nuclear power plant that, you know, killed killed somebody. And then Japan committed itself to being non-nuclear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they are yet or if they're on their way or what the deal is, but that's pretty cool. 
That's pretty cool, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> we might get there someday. Someday. Until then, we have like 379 power plants fueling our country. <laughs> Merc. Merc. <laughs> it's a lot, I know that. Did Was there any Mothman for the uh, London bridges falling down? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> we should uh we should uh re uh re lyric that uh nursery rhyme uh glendon bridge is falling down mothman was there <laughs> mothman was there mothman tried to warn us <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh so obviously you got people saying that it was a hoax you know but there's no like evidence to support either or no, nothing has been found. There have been photos that have been mistaken for Mothman, uh, which, like, so, like, one person had a picture of the bridge, but if you, like, look at it, it's not, like, anything. It's, like, part of the metal that's, like, falling off or whatever. Uh, other people have done Photoshopped images for the purposes of, like, you know... Messing with people. Yeah. Um, another big... Explain away is that Mothman is an owl. Okay. Uh, and that it also has been associated with two other cryptids, the the gigantic thunderbirds. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, they have gray bodies and red heads uh, that are sighted in the same area in the same time by a few witnesses. And Owlman. Owlman. Which is an identical creature with wings and red eyes sighted in Cornwall, England in 1976. Oh, he was the one up the London Bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. That was Owlman. Owlman. I do like Owlman. Not not so much in the name because it's kind of, it doesn't roll off the tongue like Mothman. Owlman. Owlman. The Adventures of Owlman and Quail Boy. <laughs> Did you say Owlman? Owlman! Owl. <laughs> like an owl? Like something? Like an ice pick? <laughs> like the bird that flies at night! It's an owl! Owlman! Watch me rotate my head! <laughs> Don't forget about Quail Boy! <laughs> uh, so owls can be an explanation because their eyes shine uh, and their silhouette resembles the headless Mothman, I guess, but you know, that have to be a big, big owl. There are some pretty large owls out there, I will say. They are massive. Yeah, and they can do that whole like scrunch their head down so it looks like they might be headless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got this First Peoples tribe called the Miskinois. Yeah. Miskinois. Uh, and they have a lore that when they die or the family can choose to become a white hawk living in the forest. So, like, maybe that is that. Okay. Something from uh, native folklore? Yeah. Interesting. We got the angel demon. Yeah, we talked about that one. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, yeah, but a lot of people are just like, nah, you just saw an owl, a barn owl. They're big. <laughs> they hang out in the area. So my, my theory to add on, go ahead, Drew. Uh, I was just saying, so basically it just, the, the Mothman terrorized this one town and then just showed up at places every now and then. I guess this one town 
had the most people like seeing it and writing in about it. These other places were kind of like one-offs. However much time he was actually in that area or she, I one cannot say. I would also say there were probably more, who knows how many sightings in other places. It just wasn't necessarily in the U.S., so we don't see it as much. Or have a report of it. Exactly, really. yeah. It might not get to the to our English side of the internet. <laughs> uh, I was going to say maybe it's the uh, giant bird from New Zealand, the largest flighted bird that mm-hmm. has like ever lived. Yeah, it's definitely like at least two-thirds the size of a human or whatever. Exactly. And they did go extinct, like, I want to say like 200 years before this. <laughs> but it could be. You never that, know. You know, yeah, maybe some private, super rich family kept a few, yeah. kept them deep in their mountain enclosure. They just kept dying because they were <laughs> flying over 100 miles an hour and just running into shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Nobody should be flying that fast. Just to say, this is just the one that got out and terrorized some people in West Virginia. <laughs> um, well, before we head off on this one, uh, I just want to say that I'll be doing my Patreon here yeah, pretty buddy. soon. Um, and it is going to be a pretty good one. A humdinger? Uh, yeah. yeah, it's... Uh, you ever hear about the death of Natalie Wood? I Ooh, think I have. More deaths. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a good one because yeah. it involves celebrities. Celebrities. Um, it's, it's a controversial one, too. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, so I'll be doing that on the Patreon. Yeah. Well, I'll be the representation of the listener who has no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Strap yourself in, yeah. Tristan. Oh, I'm, I've got something strapped. <laughs> <laughs> More on that on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> The supervillain Brainiac is at it again, but who to call? He's trapped all the known superheroes. Superman, Batman, Spider-Man. What to do? Who can save us now? You'll all fall to the power of Brainiac. Quick, call upon Mothman. (laughs) Send his signal light, the lamp. And get the mixture of fermented sweets. Mix up the special offering of ripe bananas, molasses, and stale beer. Oh, Kurt. <laughs> Behind Mystery the Podcast. I'm Tristan. I'm Robert. I'm Colin. Thanks for listening. Thank- Mothman, thanks for saving people. Thank you for being you, Mothman. New episodes every Monday. Want more High Mystery? Check out our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash highmystery for exclusive episodes every Friday. Merchandise can be found at our website at highmystery.com. Stay up to date by following us on Facebook and Instagram at highmystery for fan art, news, and upcoming events. Thanks for listening.